All right, we are live, and it is time for the Battle Mastermind. And I'm excited because I have actually the person who inspired all of this. Um, my podcasting journey would not even be um, in existence if it wasn't for this gentleman who I have today. And I'm looking forward to masterminding with him. And for those of you guys who listen in, uh, you should know that uh, the caller has no idea what questions I'm going to ask. Uh, we basically treat this like everyone listening in are, are flies on the wall, and we use this time to get better and um, ask each other questions, and uh, we'll open it up at the end for a couple of questions from you as well, so we add a little bit of element of that. And uh, this is unscripted and raw and uncut, and only, um, you know, this is all, we're keeping it real here, so let's make it happen. So first off, I want to just introduce our guest. Um, you know, those of you guys who don't know this guy, um, I don't know where you've been over the last few years, but uh, John Lee Dumas is an amazing entrepreneur, um, you know, in my opinion, the best podcaster in the business, and um, is really changing um, an entire industry and making something that I believe at some point kind of was uncool. He's kind of made it cool again, and um, that's really exciting. So, man, uh, what's going on? <laughs> How are you? Are you ready to Vince, enter the, the uh, battle zone? So I am stoked to be in the battle zone, my friend. Anytime that I can get credit for spreading somebody's message and voice as inspiring as yours, uh, it gives me goosebumps. Awesome, man. So let's just jump right into it. Um, and again, you know, this is, like I said, unscripted, and I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, if you get out alive, um, you know, good luck to you. Anything goes here. So I'm going to start first, and we'll do the Cliff Note version. Why don't you, you know, kind of just tell some of the people listening in, like, just kind of what got you into podcasting, maybe a quick, you know, version of your story, and then we'll, we'll dig into the mastermind. Yeah, what got me into podcasting was being tired of living an uninspired life, being tired of just getting up every single day and dragging myself, you know, across this earth and having an existence that was inspiring no one, especially myself. You know, I came from the background of the military, which was four great years in my life. I really enjoyed that experience. But after that, you know, corporate America, commercial real estate, it all kind of sucked it out of me. And I just, I was so uninspired by that line of work and by this existence that I had. And I really only was inspired by these great stories that I was hearing from people that were breaking away out of the norms and having inspiring lives. And I loved the interviews that I was hearing on podcasts about entrepreneurs that were doing just that. But people were only, only conducting these interviews on average once a week. And I understood why, because it takes a lot of work. But I said, you know what? I want to create a show that's seven days a week, 365 per year. And I want to interview entrepreneurs that are killing it, that are just a blast, that are having fun doing it. These are the people that I want to hear from. And these are the people that I want to talk to. So that was the year that Entrepreneur on Fire was born back in 2012. 800 and now 15 episodes later, we've been awarded Best of iTunes. Um, we are currently top-ranked business podcast in iTunes. And, you know, we're having a blast doing it. And it's a seven-figure business now, Vince, so there is revenue in podcasting. And we're going to have a blast in the battle zone today. Awesome, man. Well, I'm I'm pumped up about it. I love it, and you know I'm I'm really excited about just podcasting in general. So, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start it off. Um, I've got a couple questions here for you. 
And the first thing, I guess, for me, the question I would have for you would be, you know, what is your distribution method once a podcast is finished? So you find a person that you want to interview, um, you interview them, and what's that process look like? Like, for example, when you put it out, is there like a plan of how you're going to, like, get it out to the world? Is there a process that you're implementing? Uh, I'm really curious to know what that is. So what I consider one of the key ingredients to my success is the fact that I interview successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And there's one thing that successful entrepreneurs have in common. I mean, there's a lot of things they have in common, but one thing specifically is they have massive audiences. So every single day, Vince, when my new interview goes live with a successful entrepreneur, they get an email saying, Vince, you just crushed your interview with Entrepreneur on Fire. It is live right now. Here are all the links to this show. And if you decide, choose to share your journey with your audience, I would be honored. Here's all the links to do so. Click the tweets, pre-made Facebook messages, the actual direct download URL, just to press play on that actual podcast episode. Whatever it might be, I make it so simple for you to share your journey with your audience. And nine times out of nine, my guests are sharing their journey with their audience. And what does that mean? What does that turn into? That means every single day of the week, Entrepreneur Fire is being exposed to a whole new audience, a whole new set of ears, a certain proportion of which is subscribing, is downloading, is, is sharing with their friends every single day. And that snowball effect continues to go. And that is a massive distribution channel. That is why in the month of January 2015, we're going to break a million downloads. That's awesome, man. I mean, what does that equate to a day? Just curious. I mean, obviously, it's like, it's like what, almost 10,000 downloads? 35,000 downloads a day. Oh, my goodness. That's just crazy. And just for those of you guys <laughs> listening, you know, there, you know, I didn't do really good in math in school. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, if you think about that, that's literally 35,000 listeners a day. I mean, just think about that, guys. Like, what would happen to your business if 35,000 people were listening to your message a day? I mean, let alone 1,000 people, but 35,000 just on a whole new level. So I, I do have a second. Like Tim Ferriss, sorry to interrupt you, but like Tim Ferriss yeah, no is getting 250,000 listens per episode. That's per episode. Wow. And that's insanity. That's just crazy. Crazy to think about. And I'm sure it's only going to get bigger. Um, yes. And just leading into, I mean, I'm stealing the, 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 um, the mastermind here because it's supposed to be your turn, but I do have a, a second question just on top of that. Where do you see it going? I mean, you're, you're at, you know, a million downloads a month. Like, do you see it getting bigger? Is there a – and the reason I ask this is because, you know, if, if, for those of you who know my story, I'm always kind of, I don't want to say paranoid, but I'm always like looking, trying to see the future because I remember getting myself stuck and thinking things would never change. I mean, where are we in this? Is this are we still in its infancy, or are we, you know, is it towards the end? I mean, you know, do, is there still hope? I guess for that person trying their podcast today, you know, we are absolutely in the infancy of podcasting. Absolutely, I mean, you know, we need to be eyes wide open. I mean, nobody 
is going to be able to read the future. You know, we don't know when that next thing is coming. But let me just kind of give you an example. So, I mean, how long has radio, you know, been quote-unquote king? You know, what we listen to when we get into cars. You know, back in the day, that used to be all that people had. They would sit around a radio and just stare at a box and listen. You know, then TV came, and so then radio became like in the, radio, in the cars and, and, you know, for people's Walkmans. But the reality is now is that podcasting is completely taking over the space. It's dominated because it's on demand, it's targeted, and the barriers are being crushed right now. Three years ago, you used to have to go into iTunes or some directory like that, download your podcast that you wanted onto your iPod or something like that, go to your car if you're going to drive somewhere and plug it in somehow. And it was, there was barriers involved. And there was like your tech geeks like me that would still do that, but they weren't there in numbers. And then, you know, smartphones took over and streaming and Wi-Fi and 4G became everywhere. So now everybody that has a smartphone, that's a podcast player in your pocket. And, and that is what's really led to this recent boom in podcasting because now people can listen to it wherever, whenever, however, and whatever they want to listen to. And now the latest thing, and this is this year in 2015, Apple CarPlay is going into the dashboard of every single car rolling off the lot. Android Auto is going into the dashboard of these cars. So now when people sit in their car and they turn it on, they're going to have their dash. They're going to press the actual podcast button, and your voice is going to be streaming through the speakers as they're driving. And I'm telling you, people right now are listening to this podcast, and they're in a car. They're driving somewhere. It's coming through their speakers. That is the future, but it's also the present, and that's really exciting. Man, that's, that's so powerful. I'm so excited. Kid in the candy store. <laughs> All right, so your turn. you have a question for me? Yeah, I do, actually. So I've recently created um, two completely free courses. One of them is called freepodcastcourse.com, and that's a 15-day course that teaches people how to create, grow, and monetize their own podcast. Again, it's completely free. It's 15 days. I've also created thewebinarcourse.com, which is a 10-day course completely free that teaches people how to create and present webinars that convert. So these are two great courses. Um, they take you through the process. All you need to do is sign up via email. It takes you through the, the actual courses. My question is, because I know you're the traffic generation guy and the lead generation guy, if you owned these two courses like I do, like what would be some ways that you would actually generate leads into these completely free, valuable courses that, by the way, do lead into um, my paid communities. They, they do, the free podcast course leads into Podcaster's Paradise, which is my $1,200 podcasting community you know, that has 200 video tutorials and the private Facebook group and the, and, the, and, the, and the monthly mastermind calls. And the webinar course leads into Webinar on Fire, which is my $600 webinar uh, community that teaches you how to, you know, with video tutorials and with the private Facebook community and all that stuff. So it does lead into that. But the courses themselves are standalone, and they are completely free. But there could be some ROI, and there is some ROI right now with people going through it, upgrading into these communities. What would you say are some ways that come to the top of your mind of, for me to ramp up the lead generation into them? Okay, um, a couple things. Um, well, first, the question I would ask you would be, what, what social media platform are you the most comfortable with, Twitter, Facebook? Like, because that's, there's different strategies that you could use for either one of those. I'll give you a social media strategy first, but which one would you say you're 
the most comfortable with, or do you not care? Do you want me to tell you the one that would get you the biggest bang for your buck right now? Um, I, I think let's start with that, and then I'll tell you my most favorite, okay. my most comfortable. All right, so I'll give you an example. One of the things that I that I do is to, to get people into anything is it's really all about showing a person a result, and no one has better results from what you've done than you. So I right. would create a bunch of like maybe one minute or two minute videos, and it could be something like that. You know, um, hi, my name is John. Um, been you know doing podcasting since you know two thousand and you know twelve or wow. thirteen or whatever it is. One best of podcast here, and it's been able to generate a you know pretty hefty seven figure um, um, income for me. And it, this this podcast generates me, and I'd be showing this, by the way, on the screen, generates me a million downloads. That means a million people listening each and every month. And, you know, I want to show you guys how to do it, and I'm going to show you how to do it for free. And then I would put that, upload that little one-minute video into Facebook into, as a video directly to it, and then I would drive all of my fans and my fans of my friends to that video. Um, that would be the first thing that I would do, and then I'd have a different one. And I would do if you have a if it's 15 videos, I would do a little one like that on each one of the videos. So, like let's say video one is talking about I don't know, just setting up your graphics. And I would yeah. say, here's a cool little video graphic tool that I use, and I, I set up these video graphics doing this, this, and this, and I'm able to create awesome images, which helps me do more of my, my podcast. I, I teach this inside of this course for free. Go ahead and opt in, and I'd upload that the next day. So for as many videos, I would have as many short videos as I have as many videos in the actual funnel. And then I would drive traffic to that. Now, obviously, in the description of the video that you're uploading, you would put a link to the actual opt-in page. And the reason you're doing 15 is because you want various, um, you want a variety of different variations of what it is you're doing. Let me give you an example. One of the mistakes that most people make, and we all fall victim to this at times, is let's say, okay, you have an amazing product, and we all we do is we send the traffic to that same page that leads them to that same product, and then once they opt in, we hit them with a million offers to buy that one product, or maybe that other, or maybe that second product. Um, the best way to think about it would be. If you like for you especially because you have so many different pieces of content and I call this content splintering and I'll be talking about this a lot at, at our live event this year um, you make the same piece of of where you're driving the traffic look like 15 different variations of getting in getting to that offer so with every video I would have a different capture page that goes into the same list but but it'd be specific to that topic. So, for example, the first video is just your results and, you know, just showing your results. That one, that capture page is going to the same list with the 15 videos would say something about that. The second one was about images. That video would be about how you make images with a different capture page talking about how powerful images can, can improve your podcasting. I'd promote that. And then what I would do is once I get to all 15, over 15 days of little one-minute videos with different looks of capture pages that they're going to but leading to the same thing, I would just set up a different rotation and drive traffic to one a day. So I'd go in, spend, let's say, 10, 20 bucks marketing to my fans and their friends one day. The next day I would I'd pause that one. I'd do the different one. And this way – Throughout of social media, it's looking like you're promoting all these different things, giving a ton of value, but you're really just driving people to, to through that same um, that same platform. So that's one example of what I would do if I were you. 
I love that. The ad splintering. That's so cool. Yes. So it just, what are it my just, specific what it does questions it, on that? Go ahead. One of my specific questions on that is, and you touched upon it briefly, um, but if I was to really kind of like hold your feet to the fire here, how much does your gut tell you I should be spending per day on this, at least at the start? Well, if you listen to, you know, one of my, a guy I love, Brendan Bouchard, if you're not spending $1,000 a day on marketing, you're not marketing. But I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he says. But, um, you know, it depends on where you are with your page and how active you are. I mean, the thing with social media is what, what people don't – or let me just give you this advice first. Really focus on marketing to what I call your hub. So if you have a fan page – or you've got Twitter followers, really spend your time delivering the content to them. And the reason you want to do that is because those are the people that know, like, and trust you. The, re- the, the way people blow their money on social media is they start trying to promote their stuff outside on Facebook. They go, there's a billion people on Facebook. Let me just start putting it out there to everyone. And then that's when they start getting their accounts banned. You show up in some angry guy's news feed, and he doesn't like it, so he reports you. So if you're putting out good content, like I just shared with you, everything you're doing is showing results. The beauty of it is, is even though that click might cost you, let's say, 50 cents to a dollar, which is going to be pretty high, actually, if you're marketing to your fans, um, they like it, they share it. Now you just got exposed to, you know, two or 3,000 more people. So you could spend 50 bucks a day when you're getting started. And because of that rotation and because – and if you're driving trap, one other thing you, I would suggest you do was, would be just on your show just to drive people to that hub. Tell them to go to your fan page and communicate with you and ask you questions. And I would start really building a social media presence if I were you um, because a lot of times we just rely on um, our email list. And I tell people every day we're in a different time. Like your list is anything. It's your Facebook account. It's your Twitter followers. It's your email list. Anywhere you can communicate with your customers is now your list, and you should be building them all. So, um, you know, How long should video be? What's that? How long should these video be, ideally? A minute, two minutes max. I did one okay, yesterday to go to my fan page on, on Twitter cards, website cards. It was four minutes. So it went a little longer, but it, it was a little more technical. I was showing people actually how to do it, and I have a course, and, and we're, we're actually in the process of releasing several of these over the next um, few days because it's just something we've been testing on other platforms. It's worked. And it just gives your marketing a different look than anyone else is doing. And, I mean, think about it. They'd see – I mean, and all you're doing is just going to go look at your, your information that they're going to get over 15 days, and you're going to tell them 5% of what's in that, that, that course. And you're going to make the look of that pay. I mean, literally, when you create the capture page for that particular video, you're just going to match the copy of what that actual video is. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden – it's like you've got 15 different looking pages, and then you'll say, oh, man, this one converted well. And then, boom, that's the one I turn up the marketing on, and we start really hitting it up. So that's really – but I say 50 to 100 bucks a day to start. Um, and, and if you're driving your, – because you have your audience, you can drive people to your fan page from there so you don't even have to spend money to get likes because you've got the audience and the new people listening all the time where they'll just go follow you and listen from there on their own. And you're saying don't just be a talking head, like also be like doing a screen share, like showing people like I love a little the bit screen. Of- I think showing them is way more okay. powerful, personally. Now, sometimes you dude. might want to just talk to them. You know, wow, but I, I can't just believe, think- dude, we've been, on, we've been on for 21 minutes. How's that even happen? <laughs> this battle, 
This battle Jeez, has nine this is how it happens, left, man. I have, I have an interview at, at, at uh, 30 past, so uh, let's, let's crush this. We'll yeah, let me give you one more. I got one more for you, and then we'll, cool. uh, we'll get out that of here. That was so much right. value, Vince, by the way. Thank <laughs> you. I'm going to implement the hat. That was huge. Oh, no problem, man. And you, need, you know if you need any specifics, you can reach out to me. All right, um, let's see here. Um, there's two, actually, I kind of want to ask you. But how many downloads does it take to be sponsor-worthy? Like, I know there's people that are like, okay, you're making millions of dollars. What do I need to do and before I'm sponsor ready? Um, and did your sponsors come to you, or did you seek them out? So I know there's people Great. probably okay. thinking that. Great question. So let me just throw out um, a post that I wrote that goes into uber detail about this um, that really breaks down because we start throwing out numbers like I'm bad at math, you're bad at math, like most people are bad at math. Um, but eofire.com slash sponsorships. That's a really detailed post that goes into it. But now let me answer some questions about this specifically. Um, you are going to be getting approximately $45 uh, per 1,000 listens. So, for instance, if you have 2,000 listens per episode, you're going to be making about $90 per, per, per sponsor. I typically have two sponsors per show. So... That would be for my show, $180 if I was getting 2,000 listens per show, $180. Now, I'm getting 35,000 listens per episode, so I'm actually generating $1,505 per sponsor. I have two sponsors, so I'm generating $3,000 an episode, um, which is why I'm you know, pulling in anywhere from sixty dollars to $80,000 a month just on sponsor revenue alone. So sponsors can be a lot but again, I'm doing 30 episodes per month, so I'm multiplying, you know, that 3,000, you know, by 25, by 30, you know, depending how, on how many shows I have sponsored that month, because I have a lot of opportunities to be sponsored with that many shows. Your specific question, though, was on, like, what's the starting point? And so between two to 3,000 listens per episode, you start to really get into a point where it makes sense. It makes sense for you, the podcast host, because you'll be making – $250 to $500 per episode if you have two sponsors per episode. And that, and that turns into real money. You know, that's $2,000 a month if you're doing four episodes. You know, that's $8,000 a month if you're doing eight episodes a month. And sponsors will seek you out if you start getting large enough numbers to get on their radar. Like, I get reached out to all the time. I, just, I have an email that's waiting for me right now that I got a minute before this call from HostGator. HostGator's like, we want to sponsor your podcast. Well, I get these emails all the time, and I'm sold out through, for all of Q1. I'm already selling out into Q2. So the, the demand for sponsors for my show is way higher than my supply because I, I, I will not go over two sponsors per episode. Because, you know, there, and that, that is kind of the negative on sponsorships. There is a ceiling because if you have too many sponsors per show, then you're going to really start to degrade the quality of your podcast and people are going to go away. Just like if there was a sitcom that had 20 minutes of commercials and only 10 minutes of the actual sitcom, nobody would watch that. So there has to be a balance. I think that right balance is at two sponsors per episode, where those sponsors each get a 15-second pre-roll, it's called, right at the top of the show, and then a 60-second mid-roll. So one minute, somewhere in the middle, you're inserting that, or just naturally talking about it. Again, that, that post that I just mentioned, eofire.com slash sponsorships, goes into uber detail about all of this and so much more. Um, so 
that is for a, like, a broad topic, like entrepreneurship. If you're a niche podcast, like if your podcast is about MMA or fishing or whatever, you need a lot fewer listens to make it worthwhile. And this goes the same thing, you know, with any kind of targeting. Like if, you know, if Vince, you know, is just drilling in on a very specific target market, he can spend a lot more per per target because he knows that that person has a lot higher chance of being of of, of actually taking action because it's the perfect potential customer. So the sponsors are willing to pay more when your podcast is more niche. So when I'm would getting traffic 45 be considered niche, curious, I'm sorry to cut you off, but would traffic like what I teach be considered niche or is that more broad in business? That's more niche. That's more niche because okay. that's Got you're it. really talking about one topic within like entrepreneurship is broad. I could be anything. And that's what I talk well, about. I actually think I'm more entrepreneurship even though it's I mean we do a lot of traffic but I kind of go off on entrepreneur stuff too, so you definitely do. You definitely yeah. do. But if you had a podcast that was just traffic, like my buddy Rick Mulready has a podcast called The Art of Paid Traffic. And that's all oh, he I'll does. He just talks about paid traffic. It's brand new. And he started his show with a sponsor because that sponsor knew that whoever was going to be listening to it was going to be interested in paid traffic. So the more oh. niche, the higher your, your CPMs are called, cost per melee, cost per 1,000 listens. Awesome. And so you might not be getting $45 like I get. You might be getting 60 or 80 or $100 per 1,000 listens because your audience is so much more targeted and focused. Got it. One, one, one other quick question. Um, I noticed that you don't really talk about your own products. You really just speak about sponsors. Have you ever – is there a reason for that? Because I would think with that, I mean, with, you might make more just saying, hey, you know, if you want to learn how I got to a million podcasts, you know, download today, right. go to podcast series. I mean, why wouldn't you? Is there yeah, a reason you know, for I'm that? Kind of, I'm kind of sneaky with that, to be honest. Like, if you listen to my, to my podcast, in my actual musical intro, my guy is like, Entrepreneur on Fire. It, Entrepreneur on Fire is inspiring podcasts, and freepodcastcourse.com is 15 days to your podcast. And here's John Lee Dumas. So it doesn't sound like it was a sponsorship, but I get it in there. And then I have my sponsors, and they're paying me three thousand dollars for that spot. And you know, so there's a lot of things. I've definitely considered that Vince. It's a valuable point, uh, but the reality is, at the same time. I, you know, because I talk the talk, I also want to walk the walk because I show that you can make money via podcast sponsorships. It's good to have podcast sponsorships. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just always wondered that because I was thinking, I, and you know, it's funny. I never actually caught that, but I, now that you say it, I do hear that. Yeah. So what, what the, I guess what I just taught myself is, you know, that's why call to actions are so great. I mean, you send a person to a site right underneath, it can be get my seven-day traffic course. No one will click it. But at the end of the video, if I say, hey, click below, it's a huge difference in, you know, just the conversion on that. So that's yeah. awesome. Well, it's crazy. Um, okay, so I know we're running out of time. How much time we got? Uh, one minute. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one minute. So unfortunately, I normally like to get everyone in to ask questions, but we're going to just cut it off because I don't want my man to miss anything. But that was awesome. Loaded with a ton of content. I appreciate you kind of jumping on and, um, making this happen, and I know a lot of people are going to get value from that. And I look forward to, you know, checking out those uh, those videos you're going to be putting up because now, yeah, now that I duh. told you, I, I expect to see those, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm a man of action, 
and hey, yeah. what will happen too is you know I'm just I'm just back to back with these interviews today, but we'll we'll uh, I'll come back on sometime and we'll just do like a fun Q and A. Absolutely, sounds like a plan. Well, listen, guys, there you have it. My man John Lee Dumas has made it through the battle zone and the battle mastermind. I truly appreciate him for it. And uh, like always, guys, I look forward to seeing you guys on the internet. Take care.